What's up, folks? You are tuned into the failing frequency. My name is Ethan. And I'm Mike. And uh, sometimes the spinners of a fate can be cruel, cruel bitches. But sometimes mm. they smile down on us and they give us two episodes in one week. That's yeah. right, folks. Second failing frequency of the week. Uh, this week, uh, this, this today, week. Today's. Today, when you're uh, seeing we, it, yesterday's. Yeah, uh, we will be uh, covering the latest episode of Lower Decks, uh, which was Crisis Point Two. Paradoxes. Par Parallelogram. Paradoxes. Parallax. Yes, that. Uh, there's no news this week because we literally just did the news the other day, and there was fucking shitloads of news. Um, so it's going to feel like gonna... a real light episode, isn't it? Yeah, man. Uh, so we're just going to cover the episode. Uh, but before we do that, how you doing, Mike? I've got COVID again. Oh, mate, sucks. Yeah. It uh, does. It does. Do you know what? Do what? Do you, what flavor do you reckon you've got? Um, it doesn't seem as bad as the first time I had it. So I don't know what. I don't know. I've run out of Greek alphabet. That I know. Omega. Um, Feels maybe. very final if it's Omega. Maybe. Maybe we should yeah. go on to a different alphabet. We should go on to a. We should go on to the Saxon alphabet. Maybe you've got Thorn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. can we go on to Egyptian first though? I want to be like Reed. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Fancy. Um, oh no. Oh, he can't come. Why? He's got eye. He's, he's got, got the eye of Horus. He's got the eye of Horus. COVID. Yeah. Oh, nuts. Yeah. How How are you doing anyway, mate? Uh, I don't know what it is today, uh, but I woke up bass backwards. Um, mm. I've had some electricity-related issues, but but it's all right because I I went on a treadmill and I um, I managed to generate <laughs> enough energy for us to record this. What what um, the listeners and viewers can't see is you pedaling furiously below the desk to keep the computer going. Yeah, man, but like I can keep my upper body. Completely still, like Michael Flatley, Lord yeah. of the Dance. So we're talking Lower Decks, Season 3, Episode 8, uh, Crisis Point 2, Paradoxes, as you said. Mm -hmm. Non-spoilers, uh, what sure. did you think of the episode? I thought it was very good. Um, mm -hmm. I thought it was definitely better than last week's episode. Yeah. Um, so it was COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> What else can you say? Non-spoilery. Um, this episode does a good job of balancing story, reference, and comedy. I felt mm -hmm. a very good job of, of balancing all three. Yeah, what about yourself? Uh, I, I thought it was a, a decent episode, decent message. Um, it's a it's a heavy on the reference episode, um, mm. and I was considering putting together a easter eggs of this episode but i don't know if i've got the the strength within me <laughs> to, that's to all right i'm just going on to um trek movie or trekcore.com i can't remember which and i'm not looking up to the address bar to find out yeah um they've already done all that they've already done it okay so um, we'll just like we'll just put like straight up disclaimer right now link, yeah, yeah we yeah like we yeah. are cribbing off these fools yeah. I've got a list of them. I just didn't. Uh, I was going to put them in video. Um, I thought it was a, a 
a very busy episode. Mm. Um, I, I, you know, wrote down my two minute uh, story walkthrough or whatever, um, reviewing the story before spoilers. And it's fucking long this week, I tell you. It's hard yeah. to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was a, a good episode. It feels like they must shove a lot of production budget into some episodes and not others. Yes. Um, like animation yeah. effort. Yeah, the animation in this episode. I won't I won't go into some deep too too much details as to why, just because mm. like I again I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but yes, there is some clear noticeable like mm. improvements to the qual like I wouldn't even say improvements, but it's much higher quality. Yeah. of animation in this episode than than the rest of the episode a lot more frames yeah yeah but uh, yeah other than that good episode mm. and how quick was that do we want to move on to the story review and see if i can read in my state and uh, yeah, man. do spoilers i feel like i need to sneeze at the same time <laughs> <laughs> if i sneeze halfway through then i'll i'll try and edit it or you know at least mute me um so the lower deckers are back on the holodeck with another movie recreation. Uh, this time it's written by Boimler. In the movie, our crew is on a sovereign class in the pursuit of some Romulans who've stolen a Federation time crystal. Unfortunately, Boimler gets called out of the program and given some bad news. When he comes back, he's in a pretty unfocused state, um, getting distracted from the main story onto a background actor, uh, promising the answers to life's important questions. So he goes off with Mariner in tow, complaining to pursue that, leaving Tendi in charge on the main movie plot. On the Tendi Rubford plot, uh, they're pursuing the Romulans using time crystals and going to different time periods. As Tendi gets increasingly serious while Rubford is just enjoying the action, Tendi explodes on Rubford because uh, she thinks he's not taking it seriously enough, uh, or her seriously as an acting captain, uh, because eventually she wants to be one. Robert said she doesn't need to movie to prove herself and he'd love her to be his captain. Um, they go back in time with the time crystals, what the time crystal for the Romulan uh, bomb that there is at some point in the episode and defeat the Romulans before the movie starts. Mm -hmm. Mara is sick of how boring and weird the plot has got um, with Boimler and leaves the holodeck, goes to ransom and finds out that earlier he told Boimler that his transporter duplicate had died. Mariner goes back in to support Boimler, supports him through the sad story of the movie as he searches for meaning in life. Boimler and Mariner go to a planet, talk to a rock god, um, but he can only answer Boimler's questions, uh, searches for meaning with inspirational quotes. Boimler crawls through um, the rock god and finds himself... Um... <laughs> Sorry, he's the rock god. Rock oh, god. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Find, Tony Iommi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finds a partially covered plaque like Vija um, of the Kitty Hawk, um, but he blacks out because of his exhaustion. Um, when he's blacked out, he's on Kirk's farm and he sees Sulu. Uh, Sulu tells him if he spends his life worrying about a meaningless death, he'll never find joy. Uh, Boimler wakes up in the med bay with a new lease on life. Uh, cliffhanger ending. Uh, the Boimler clone isn't dead. He's been picked up by Section 31. Dun dun dun. Mm, dun. That was dun, a dun. long. That that was so much of that. 
if you haven't watched the episode, just, I've just, thrown so much of it out. I think, I think, I think, um, I think it just felt like a long time for you because, <laughs> like, you're 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 unwell. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm moving in slow motion or fast motion. I don't know which one would make it feel longer. I'm moving in some them. sort of motion. Yeah. So it, it's a reference city episode, just it like is. last um, holodeck movie one. Isn't it really? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, like references right from the start of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Trek references, yes. But also some non-Trek references as well. Um, yeah. First reference that I noticed, which is, is actually a little bit of both. Um, and I want to I wanna talk about the Kasinti. Um, so in the at the start of the episode when we're on the Cerritos, hmm. oh yeah, the helmsman or the ops, I'm, not, I'm still not sure about those two front um, front stations. Yeah, um, is a member of the Cassinti, hmm. which is a uh, an alien race that was featured in um, the, the animated series. Weapon? I think the episode is, yeah. Um, but also, um, and why I think that this is fun is because the Kazinti are not actually from Star Trek. What? Yes, the Kazinti. Okay. I don't know this one. Uh, yeah, the Kazinti are a fig. This is, I'm just reading off the. Um, I know the fictional. Page. <laughs> are a fictional warlike and bloodthirsty race of cat-like a- aliens in Larry Niven's known space series. Okay. Um, <clears throat> scrolling down, the Cassindi were also written by Niven into the Star Trek universe, appearing first in the animated series. Um, uh, and then a character was in um, Star Trek Lower Decks and in Starfleet Universe. As well as yeah. material for Star Trek Enterprise that was never produced because of the series' cancellation. I, I like the, uh, instead of the It's the Enterprise, it's the, uh, it's the Wayfarer. So first yeah. contact straight away. Yep. It's, uh, one sec, let me just make sure. One thing I was going to say about the animation, you know, we were saying it feels like more expensive this episode. I suppose because it's only got it's got the movie bars to make it extra widescreen. You've got less mm. to animate anyway, so the bit yeah. that you're animating, you can put a, a bit That's... more um, time into. Yes, yeah. So the animation is is definitely it's a lot slicker in this episode. There's a lot, like you know, they've managed to you know, I guess they've just used more budget in this episode. Like you say, they've got cinematic bars. So they can there's they film can... grain. There's yes, yeah. there's fi- oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, oh, it was beautiful. The mm. film grain. It's uh, it wasn't even like it wasn't so much film grain. There's a there's a very subtle difference between like film grain and um like film stock, like yeah. looking like it's on film stock. Mm. Like you can put film grain on digital. And it'll just look like film grain on digital. But if you film something on digital, if you did, and there's a, there's a way of making it look like it's on film stock, and that that's that's what it had going, and it's oh, yeah, it's good. It really um, busted out the After Effects plugins. 
Mm, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, Wayfarer. I uh, uh, like. I've, I've tried to find my Wayfarers to wear. Oh yeah. Um, but but I can't find them. Um, but yeah, uh, bloody Boimler's named his ship after a pair of sunglasses. I was I was trying to think, you know, because I was doing reference city. Is there anything outside inside track that would be Wayfarer? And I was like, ah, no. I, mean, like, <laughs> I can't think like, of anything. I I don't know if there is. What is the definition of a Wayfarer? A person who travels on foot. Hey, uh, that that's. So in the USS pedestrian. Yeah. I suppose yeah. it matches for the lower deckers, you know. Yeah. Very pedestrian they should be. Yeah, but Wayfarer sounds more noble. Yeah. You know? And it's damn fine looking ship. You know, Sovereign always looks always looks yeah. great and cinematic. Mm-hmm. It's pulling off the same sort of moves as um the Enterprise in in the Battle of Zero Zero One or whatever. Yeah. So good. Yeah, lovely. Well, those are the moves that it can do. Yeah. They're the ones that the animators have got reference for. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. Mm. Um, What was his name? Pucifilus? Dagger. Dagger. Yeah. So, yeah, we're in in Crisis Point 2 parallelogram. We're we're hanging out with Pucifilus Dagger. Mm. What the fuck? I tried looking for this name, but I don't. I can't figure out how to spell it. No. Um, every time, ta- every time I've searched for the name, um, it has come up with like, "Did you mean?" And then it's like pussy face, <laughs> but yeah. like, like, like it's yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a great name. The, and of the names, there, there seem to be, as you were saying before, references outside of track. In that, there's two. James Bond ones. Mm-hmm. There's... Uh, <laughs> Helena gets them. Is is that one of the names in it? I wasn't even yeah, telling Hel- that. Yeah. So yeah. So who's Helena Getsum? Helena Getsum is. Um, I mean, she's not like a character from Bond, but she, yeah, but it's it's that whole um, you know pussy galore. Um, is that Mariner's character name in it then? No, that's Mariner's um, love interest's name. Oh. Helena Getsum. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and I was, what's, what's, um, oh, and there are a three Bond star names in there. Um, uh, there's, it's not as good. Yes, I, I thought, I thought I had that right. It's not as good as the um, femme fatale character from uh, Doctor Bashir's um, spy novel, whose oh, name was Mona Loves It. <laughs> Which how they got away with that nineties TV? I just it's fantastic. Just didn't care. Mona loves it. It's because when you watch it, he it's he says it so straight. Yeah, this is this is my good friend. Mona loves it. Mm. Does she? Does she indeed? Uh, uh, The two the two what were the other Bond references? Um, Tendi. Her last name's Vesper. Ah uh, yes, and then Boimler's little bug mate is called Knickknack. Yeah, yeah. So the, there's Knickknack, Vesper, and um, the the femme fatale name. And uh, Helena gets some. Helena gets some. Yeah. Oh man, it was funny when like 
he's not he's not interested and she's mm. just like well i don't know what to do now yeah that's I, that's my whole in. part in this yeah. movie yeah um yeah i guess uh crisis point two likely does not pass the bechdel test you know what the bechdel no, test yeah. is I, I was trying to think you if, know if... what the you know what the you bet what the Bechdel test is. I know what the I know what the Bechdel oh, the test is. Oh, the women will never forgive you. Yeah, I was I was thinking of the Tendy plot, but of course she pretty much only talks to Rutherford. Hmm. So yeah, no. And there is a time limit, like that, like two female characters have to be in a scene with no other men, um, hmm. talking about something that isn't the main protagonist the, for like man, long for man. like yeah for for like longer than a minute. Yeah. Um, I don't so, think yeah. that would. I don't think much animation would pass that. To be fair, mm -mm. because more nope. than a minute in animation is a hell of a long time to stay in a scene. Yes. Yeah. It's it's not an amazing test anyway. The Bechdel test because no. stuff like um, I forget what movie it is, but like women in bikini washing cars, movies like that sometimes pass it, and then just Indiana Jones doesn't. Sometimes you're like, well. It's a strong female character versus um, some women in bikinis washing a car. And you're going to say the bikini washing a car one is, um, you know, better. More uh, I, I would. I would <laughs> well, say yeah. that it's better. Than Indiana yes. Jones? Uh, Temple of Doom. Interestingly, you didn't say the one Indiana Jones that you could shit on. <laughs> Oh, oh, the other one. I always forget about that one. Yeah, Crystal yeah. Skull. Crystal Skull. I had to, I had to, I had to remember what the name was. Yeah, it was a uh, fucking Indiana Jones versus the Ruskies. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've totally forgot that film existed. Oh God, there's another one coming, isn't there? There is. Oh it's, my God, is it this year? Or is it I next year? It must be next year, it. next Christmas. Yeah. You mean to tell me I could have just sold the likeness to my voice? And you could have just yeah. seen deep faked me into this goddamn movie. Does the, <sighs> the trailer of that um, from D twenty three is leaked? You know, if you if you want to watch a de aged Harrison Ford, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Um, what other references did we like anyway? Inside or outside a, a track? Um, oh, a uh, big fan of the um, street punks that they beat up. And yeah. then he steals the clothes. That's a Terminator reference. Yeah, Terminator and uh, the Voyage Home because one mm -hmm. of them had the the boombox, didn't they? Yeah. But they did have the coloured hair from Terminator. Mm -hmm. And he stole his clothes. Yeah. He's getting the pants at least. Give me your clothes and your gun. Um, I loved Nick Knack. Uh, just like I loved his introduction. Mm. Um, just like I'm Nick Knack. Like. Fuck yeah, yeah knickknack. And I was very like like weirdly I don't know why I, I, I bought I I like characters like Knickknack who mm -hmm. are just there for the sake of their they're there for the sake of being there. And then later on in the episode when he's still there, I was really happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Knickknack's here. Nice. He's a bit um what's the what's Korg's mate from four? Oh yeah, like Meek. Mm, yeah, Meek. Me and my um, mates, me and my mates used to. We called it when we watched it. When we watched Ragnarok, we were mm. like, "He's Rock, Meek Scissors," and then for ages we just called him Scissors. 
Yeah. And then like later on when he's in the fight, when he comes in, it's like, it's scissors. Scissors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, the regular one uniforms from Rapid Khan and like the mm. um, the briefing, the Federation briefing. Yes. On this on this random fucking made up, you know, made up in made up land um, time crystal. Yeah. So the friggin' time crystal. Mm. What what what? Because like. It uh, it wasn't a crystal. Name, it was a what would they called it a chron a chronogami because it's yeah. like time. It does time. It folds time. Mm. So it's chronogami. Yeah. Time origami. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I thought that was fine. You know that unfortunately it's another story um, where they go. Oh, uh, Tendi and Rutherford, you have a plot. And um, Mariner and Boimler, you have a different plot. So I was like, okay, well, if they're, if they're moving these guys along separately, then fine. Worked fine enough as a portal to jump through. That um, holodeck must be working overtime, though, because it's doing like two different time periods at the same time. Mm -hmm. I was a big fan. Yeah, the, uh, the bit like... So after they split off in two, and then obviously Mariner and Boimler have a little argument, and mm -hmm. Mariner storms off. Big fan of um, uh, Mariner stepping over the bars yeah. to get out of the uh, of the of the holodeck. It's good. Yeah. Um, uh, did you um, call the transporter clone not being dead? No, I was thinking. Um, I didn't even. I didn't like the um, for ages. I thought that like Mariner was gonna get fired, and that's why yeah. Boimler was all sad. Yeah, he was like, "I've got to fire you after this." Um, I thought they were happen. potentially being like transferred away from each other onto like different mm, or ships some, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no actual like you know grand mm. much 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 bigger much bigger stake um bad bad news um yeah. should we talk about that i um it's you know that's that's a fucking that's some shit yeah that's a very um feels more like the kind of um if if this was an episode of voyager we'd be lingering on this for a bit what the death of um a clone yeah yeah you know well we say that but harry harry kim is technically a clone in in voyager from like harry season kim. one and yes halfway through season one on and it's like ah, just just ignore that <laughs> yeah but i liked it in in the um you know at the end of i think it's that episode where janeway's like you've just had a really crazy fucking experience so mm maybe sit with it for a minute like yeah. think about it think about what just happened and and you know how how does that how does what just happened and how does how you feel about it how is that going to shape the way you see the world and go through your life in general yeah. of course that was 90s tv making so 
by by next episode. By next he was, week, he'd forgotten. Yeah, but he was over it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the um, that's the thing. Like, uh, what would it mean? Like, it is fucking like like they they talk mm. about like the, you know, the randomness of death. Yeah. Later on in the episode, Sulu's talking about it. He's like, you know. Very and... poignant after, like, what was it, two or three weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle you know, Nichols. Yeah. Don't, don't dwell on the, you know, the possibility of death or you won't live life. And, like, that's, that's you know, as far as, like, life lessons go, highly specific. Highly specific. Yeah. Um, I thought there was a there was a meaning in this one, like episode as a whole, beyond the Sulu thing that wasn't as specific. Oh well, yeah, there's like you know, yeah. being afraid of fa- you know a fear of failure. I know, I know, I know, I know a fear of failure has has you know. I didn't enli- yeah. I didn't enlist. I didn't enlist at university. <laughs> I didn't enroll. You join the in, army. Yeah, I didn't enroll at university until I was twenty seven. Because I was mm. too scared of failing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's um, it is an important lesson. See, the, um, I know we're we're doing the meaning of the episode, like all the messages we got early. But I had um, your friends can support you if they know what you're going through. That's both um, Mariner to Boimler and Rutherford to Tendy, where. They don't know what the other one's going through. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah, brushing it off and just being flippant. And the yeah. second they know, they're like on top of it, being supportive, um, suggesting therapy. Um, <laughs> you know, they're doing all that jazz. Yeah. They're being good friends. Absolutely. It's, um, yeah. you know, a problem shared is a problem halved, as they say. Or doubled. No. Uh, I did like the um, there was a there was a bit where uh, where Mariner was saying um, talking about you know when she goes back to him mm. when she goes back to Boimler and they're like let's do this film yeah and she says something along the lines of um, yes it's derivative or whatever yeah. uh, but it's a Starfleet movie which means it's worth making yeah um, tell that. To Star Trek Four, <laughs> yeah, you are not worth making. No, um, we've got budget issues on this uh, side, uh, yeah. You know, we're not in post scarcity uh, society. Yeah, no, Chris not Pine yet. won't work for free. It's not quite worth making yet. Mm-hmm. So, Tendy. Rufford, I like the um, the octopus, the octopi, the octopus's plot. Hmm. Oh yes, just... the, yeah, we got a little window into the algae crisis. Yeah. What is the algae crisis? But it's just lifted reckon? as well from um, Voyage Home, in that there's this aquatic creature that will become important in the future, mm. um, and some people have. You know, they need to protect it in the past. I thought that yeah. was good. Yeah. Uh, but then the Romulans go back in time to kill its ancestor. Yeah. And that's why we get a Terminator reference. There dun, we dun, go. Dun, 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 it, dun. All came, yeah. it, it all came back around. 
the uh, I just need to check to see if there was a f- there was quite a few of the creators names in this episode. Hmm. Uh, so we got some name references in the episode. There is a planet named after one of the creators. Yep. Um, there is. There's a planet one. named after Shax's voice actor. It's his last name. There is. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Um, okay. the, his um, Rutherford's name, Toussaint, Toussaint, is the name is the name of the actress who plays Tashia's sister. Um, oh yeah, yeah. In, in and, uh, ridiculously attractive woman who they put yes. in um, skin tight clothes. Yeah, yeah, man, crazy, crazy, yeah. stupid fly. Um, uh, but. Uh, oh, here we go. Wait a minute. I'm just seeing if there is a double reference. The okay. rock planet they go to at the end is called like Shatnery, which might be Shakari <laughs> and Shatner put together. Since they, it is, that's the Star Trek five bit of it, I suppose. Um, yeah, so... So there was, there's obviously the uh, two saints. Sorry, I'm just like Double checking before I'm deciding what is yeah. and isn't a reference to what. Uh, yeah, I'm deciding that that's what it is. Um, mm. It's obviously so. There's obviously Beth Toussaint who played Tashia's sister, and then there is, and I'm deciding that this is what the reference, is, what's in reference to, is Alan Toussaint, the famous New Orleans jazz musician. Yeah, uh, and I'm deciding that it's a reference to him because. Uh, uh, he died. When did he die? Rufford does try and do the. Oh God! New oh, he died. Yeah, he does. The well. new... God, he died in 2015. Oh my God, yes. that was years ago. <laughs> in the before times. Sorry, I'm just like realizing, like, oh man. I You're swear he died last year. Crisis, you know. Yeah, I swear he died last year. Mm. Nope. He died seven years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. Sorry, I I like I like jazz and New Orleans and stuff. But yeah, so Rutherford was named after uh, a famous New Orleans jazz musician. Mm-hmm. Tendy was named after a famous Bond femme fatale. You know That's what we what we haven't even. I would I was expecting us to excitingly jump to at the very start in spoilers. It's George Decay, isn't it? Yes, I've been waiting. I, I was wondering, should we get to that? Should we get to that? Yeah, let's skip forward. Fucking George Takei. I I was like, when, when we got to the thing, when we when we got to the barn, hmm. I was like, oh shit. I was like, Mike's oh, gonna, gonna be, be furious. It's gonna be another episode of Shatner Face. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no Shatner Face. Yeah. Just uh, Sulu. Just Sulu. I was, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say Sulu Face because that feels vaguely racist. Yeah. Um. But, and Boimler even oh, says, no, like, I oh, said even it. better. Even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even better. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, yeah, but it was awesome. He sounds, he sounds, that's he sounds the, good. he sounds great. He sounds exactly the same as he sounded in all the animated show appearances he's made over the years. Yeah. He doesn't sound any older, but he is. Much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Protect him. And yeah, incredibly sad when he's talking about, friends he's lost along the way especially yeah. after Nichols 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, good good story points. It's it's weird showing an afterlife, maybe possibly an afterlife. Um, mm. Was you know. there was the koala in it? Um, there was a koala mention. Um, oh, the point. koala smiles on us all. Yeah, yeah. Tataskiori. That's the. That's the. That's the. Tatashaw, I think, is how it's pronounced, but it's it's an Italian-looking name, so I'm I'm guessing it was probably pronounced like that once. Yeah, but yeah, I liked the um, I liked all of the vague spiritual um, uh, chicanery that was yeah. happening in this episode. Uh, uh, the um, you know, saying that the guy saying that he's got all the he, he's uh, uh, oh. follow me. I have the answers. And then when you say, "What are the answers?" He's stalling for time. Yeah. Like, yep. That's that's what that's what charlatans do. Yeah. Uh, the um the the god the rock god um mm. fucking Joe Satriani. It's giving giving off just like mm. random shitty life advice. Yeah. Um. Like vague... just reminded me of a fucking Aladdin cave, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Aladdin, where it's just like rah. It just reminded me of Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. It's just clean vague... your room. Yeah, it's just vague self help bullshit as, yeah. as being the secrets to leading a, a a happy life. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all any of that is. Mm. I did have a laugh with the um, the kitty hawk though. Yeah, that was funny. after after following through this, trying to find this planet and this god, and it's just a kitty hawk. It's like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> How did it get there? It could <laughs> it couldn't even stay on. It couldn't even stay off the ground for like mm-hmm. for like twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the beauty of it being a movie though is it didn't have to. It's not necessarily there anyway. So. Well, no, there is there is a line there is a there is a line where they're saying like you know, this isn't this isn't all about action. This is this is an exploration into the human condition. Yeah, and uh, and Marinus like that's boring. Yeah, yeah, which which yeah, that's that's what all the producers of every Star Trek movie has has ever thought, and that's why like Star Trek films are not like Star Trek shows. Yeah, for all the. Um... Hate Star Trek Five gets it at least ends most of it ends on talking to God or talking to a God or quest. Well, no, it ends with yeah. questioning God. Yeah, which which I do like. What would God need with a starship? Indeed. Oh man, imagine if mm. Star Trek Four had have had have involved that, and instead of what does God need with a starship? There was a full-on like battle, like neon Genesis Evangelion style, like a giant, ah, giant naked god, dick swinging around in the in in outer space, just like just grabbing starships and. Well, you know the the end of five did have more action in before the budget just yeah, stopped, man. in yeah, that they had sweet. rock people there, and the the behind the the. I don't know how the budget ran out because there's behind the scenes photos of the rock. Not the rock, 
the rock people. Um, so they must have made them and filmed something. <laughs> so what? Wait. So what? There were locals. There was an. Was there a native population on Shakari? No. You know how like the stones come out the ground in like a rib mm. cage sort of thing. There's oh, going right. to be rock people come out the ground as well. And well, like, and, like giant, like whatever, like seven foot rock person. There, cool. There's like behind the scenes photos of it, which you know I'll put up. I'll put up here, but it's a weird one. And then it was just like, I'm sorry, Mr. Shatner. It was the free titted cats or the rock people, and you chose poorly. Ah, <laughs> uh, disagree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 the rock people would have been sweet. I yeah. still think a giant naked glowing god fighting a, a uh, like you know a group of starships. Yeah, would have been way cooler. It's amazing how like Strange New Worlds and and Lower Decks now are like yeah, Star Trek Five. It's 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 a reference we won't shy away from. We'll we'll lean into that. Yeah, there's still uh, there's still um, if an um and an iron uh, enterprise their way. Yeah, I mean they could have done it this episode. They could have had them. Yeah, you know they're they're standing behind the chairs at the back of the room where. Um, the crew of the Enterprise were sitting. You could have just had them there. Like, like, yeah, like they could have, they should have, to be honest. Yeah. How, I, I mean, how hard is it to secure the likeness rights um, for Hoshi, um, Malcolm, and I don't know who else was sitting up there? Mayweather? Sure. Mayweather, thank God. Yeah. He does have a name. He doesn't have plot lines, but he has a name. <laughs> I was say like Mayweather. Oh, thank God he was there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, sitting in a chair is definitely what he does. So you know, how sitting... how would the rest of the crew have known what to do? I I imagine him sitting there with his arms locked up because that's how he's been <laughs> sitting for the last six years. Like <laughs> what? Like he's just like, what are you pressing? There aren't any buttons. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Just pressing the back of the head of the person in front of him, like sliding stuff up and down it. Oh, you boomer. We get a trajectory for Tendi in the wanting mm. to be a captain. And yeah. We kind of had a bit of that already this season with her uh, officer training with yeah. uh, the bird, whatever his mm -hmm. name is, Paul F. Tompkins, the bird. Um, but you know, a trajectory now for them. Uh, I wonder yeah. how long the show can go, because it is called Lower Decks, with them being on the Lower Decks, if they're, you know, at least one of them's trying to advance. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's a good, it's a good question. I did, I did enjoy, I did enjoy, I always enjoy Tendi breaking out her inner femdom. Yeah. Um, I was uh, trying was... to, like, pull a reference for the flip over the ship, and all I could do was, like, is that Underworld? Is that because Underworld from memory or like Kate Beckinsale's movies, all of them have a flipping backwards with a camera looking down on it. Mm -hmm. Every single one. I was like, oh, I'll just I'll just find that later on. If I do, yep. if we do the um, Easter egg video, I'll find it. <sighs> yeah, I thought it was funny that like Rutherford, like seems to be the only male in the galaxy who does not respond to Tendi's um, femdom energy. Yeah. Um, which is funny. The mm. pheromones, I guess, don't work. 
Oh wait, she doesn't have them. She doesn't does she? have them. She doesn't yeah. have them. Um, but yeah, I guess oh, I guess on a show like this, you don't want them to hook up way too early, anyway. No, you know you don't want How I Met Your Mother, um, Robin and Ted, sort of stuff. Let's do Boimler, um, evil Boimler, or potentially evil, evil Boimler. Do you think he's actually evil, or do you think he's um, infiltrating Section Thirty One? I don't think he's evil or infiltrating. Um, I think he's just... You just think he likes the progression or whatever? Yeah, he just he has what it... Maybe he just has what it takes, you know? Mm. As the SAS say, who dares wins, you know? He dares. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not so sure that, like... See, this is the thing. I um, People often, like, say... But Section 31 is completely against the idea of Starfleet and the Federation. And, I, and I, I've always been like, yeah, but like, you, you do kind of need. Ooh, you do kind you of need. First. Ethan, fascist. Uh, I'm not, it's not fascism, but you do. Need you know, a secret police. You, not secret police, but. Um, Operating clandestinely. You do need a clandestine, like, operations sector. You do. Like, everything can't be done out in the open. Sometimes you do need some shady people to go and, you know... I'm just, like, thinking... Sometimes you need to send Roald Dahl to America to sleep with politicians' wives to get them on board with joining the war effort. So Boimler is going to go sleep with some Klingon women to Hell uh, yeah. get them to uh, be closer to the Federation. Yeah, man, to get them to get them all on board with uh, with repelling the pack leads. Yeah, I mean it'd be nice linking in if we can do in the future Boimler in you know William Boimler in thirty one and delve into Rubford's backstory at the same time. Because that seems 31-ish. I wonder. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe yeah. those threads are going uh, to string together. Yeah, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Um, I liked the um, when, when Boimler wakes up from, mm. from sleep. When he, when he wakes up from visiting Sulu in the afterlife. Yeah. Um, and they wheel in the next patient mm. who's lent against the warp core and he's got fucking third degree burns all over his body. Yeah. And he screams, and like... twice in one day. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I like that. That was a good yeah. moment. Um, I totally thought that today was the like season finale. Yeah. Much like last week when I thought that this week was the season finale and then we had a conversation about how it's not. I yeah. forgot that conversation. And as I was watching this episode, I was like, what? There's no... I mean, oh, this okay. would have worked as a finale. You know, it's setting up it a plot for next season, two plots for next season. But that's what I thought that the, um, the cliffhanger was going to be. It was going to yeah. be setting up the Strange New Worlds crossover. But... Yeah. Today was not the finale. That is next week. 
No. Two episodes left, I think. Holy this shit. This was eight. This felt like eight. Okay, so we still got two weeks, but I'm still holding out hope that 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 that's yeah that that's gonna happen. Yeah, they might have at the end of at the end of it, even if there isn't a after credits or whatever, or like in the story, they might just show a trailer with it. Maybe who knows? Maybe. I'll I'll build your hope our hopes up just to uh, have them fall down in two weeks' time. Um, I can't believe do you know as as we talk as we've talked about like we don't get enterprise references as if we like we don't really get discovery references. Most of the references we get are for classic, mm. are for classic and nineties Trek. Well, discovery was in in the time period they're in. All records of discovery were hidden. There's like maybe a minor reference. I always forget that. I always forget that. In the um, oh, Tendi, I think says about like having a tra tragic backstory or troubled childhood, and that's that could be Worf, that could be Michael, that could be a couple of them. Just reading on TrekMovie.com, Ransom reveals his besties on the ship are Honus, the bartender, yeah, Nurse Westlake, mm -hmm. uh, presumably named after the show's composer Chris Westlake. Matt the Whale. Yeah. Um, uh, All weird characters we've seen in the background before, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, which would devastate all, you know, he's calling these guys his besties, which would devastate Stevens. Yeah. Um, Stevens also being the guy that is admitted into sickbay for burning himself on the warp core for the second time that day. Yeah. Oh. A reference I can remember, or I've got in front of me, but didn't say before. Um, Mariner says about time travel and them not going to kill JFK, which you must know this as well. Uh, not just a Red Dwarf yeah, reference. Yeah, what was it? It was, um, what film was it they wanted to do it in? I think it was a couple of them. Gene Roddenberry yeah. had it like maybe as an episode idea for phase two. And then yeah. it went into the movies and Paramount or whoever would, you know, pretty much universally saying, no, we, we can't have Spock shoot an ex-president. <laughs> yeah, because like I, I've heard a few conflicting stories about how it would play out. One would be that yeah. it would be like they go back to stop JFK's assassination and mm. then they and then they don't or they go back to... Yeah. Or they have to do it, or some. There's a few different ways that he wanted to do it, but he was definitely a bit obsessed with that, wasn't he? He was. He was. For whatever reason, he just wanted to, you know, have JFK shot during Star Trek. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't, I don't like that it happened, but I wanted to be the one to do it. Yeah. Um, but you know that there's no show that can do it better than. Um, Red Dwarf did it anyway, so uh, it's nice it not being covered by Trek, so Dwarf could do it. But on, on that happy note, shall we say, um, so long, you know, talk to your friends. Yeah, man, talk to your friends. So, talk to your friends if you need support, even if you don't need support. Mm -hmm. Maybe your friends need support. Talk to people. Yeah, yeah the fear of failure 
um, can be a, a real bastard. Um, but uh, in the immortal words of Wayne Gretzky, uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Michael Scott quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Yeah. yeah. In that case, um... uh, don't be afraid of death. But be aware that it is lurking around every corner. I can't turn around at the moment. But yeah. <laughs> but do a gag where I turn around just to see death. <laughs> Peace and long life, double dumbasses. Yeah. Um, Kapla, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs>